welcome to the Fisher and Phyllis podcast with myself, Lewis Fisher, and... Dan Phillips, good morning, good evening, and hello, you beautiful rock. Yes, thank you very much for joining us once again. Episode 48, I believe this is now, so we're hitting... Uh, nearly hitting our 50s now, Daniel, so... Uh, it's been, but, been a long time. It's been a long time, but we better uh, we better wrap things up before it uh, it gets too... Uh, before we get too old, so we'll see yeah. you later. Cheers for that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I'm trying to avoid the Premier League uh, prediction results, personally. You lost, you lost for the fifth week in a row. I was close, though. Yeah, but not that close. <laughs> so, uh, I was final, close. Final scores were 10-8 to me. Uh, we both got results right, though. You predicted that Leicester would beat Hull 3-1, yeah. and they did. Uh, I predicted that Stoke would beat Borough 2-0, and that Chelsea would beat West Ham 2-1. So, uh, yes, I said 2-0. Yes, rather annoying. so I was right. Thank you, Mr. Mamo Lanzini, for scoring the 91st minute goal. Yes, that's uh, what even pissed me off even more. <laughs> Which now means the overall score is 13-10 to me. That's five yeah. wins on the bounce. I am the Chelsea of the prediction world. Yes, thank Both you for wins. that, Daniel. Thank you. <laughs> you are the Bentley. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome, sunshine. And it's a double double success for me because I won the fantasy league this week. So, well. so the title I put for Dan's, uh, for the well, sorry for the episode last week was Dan done the dirty double, and he's gonna done Dan's the, done the dirty double double. D- dirty double part two. Yeah. Um, so that's what it's going to be the title for this week. Only <laughs> um, by four points though, so it's not a massive margin. Oh, it was incredibly um, frustrating. But I think we had very similar squads. I you I, uh, bloody had Sane, you copycat. Sane, mate, I had to. I, did, I had to get a Man City fan in there playing twice, and I fancied a bit of Sane because he was he was the one I could afford. And given that they were playing twice, I was like, screw it, I'm making my captain as well. That's copying me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, uh, it was Sane very close. Me, uh, Sane got me 24 points as my captain. Yes, uh, Ali got, got 12. Me 12. So. Costa got me nine, Crouch got me five, and Anhalt got me six, uh, and everyone else got me two or one. Bugger all, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean my my defence let me down big time. So Cahill, Walker, and Kashani all fucked off. Um, <laughs> Jakubovic and Pickford both got two. So either way, I I did say last week that I was going to put Pickford in. I forgot. Luckily, that didn't come back to haunt me. Yeah, as, I did. So Sane got me twelve, uh, Pedro got me six, Dini and Gabbiadini scored. Yeah. Uh, so five five points for me. Uh, Sanchez did bugger all, got four points. Um, <laughs> and uh, Hazard got me twenty two points. Well, it doesn't help when Sanchez starts on the bench. So. It doesn't no, which is really annoying. Uh, but he still got an assist, so happy days. Somehow, for some reason, Wenger wants to leave him on the bench when he's got a form of nine point five. Yes, well, we'll we'll leave we'll leave it at that, but it we'll probably get onto it at some point. Uh, Daniel, so obviously, um, Premier League news. Yes, was uh, Zlatan and Tyro Mings making the headlines for quite a considerable amount of time this week? Please do digress. Uh, so yeah, in the lunchtime kickoff, I believe on on Saturday, obviously Burnley, uh, Burnley, uh, Bournemouth managed to get a point away at Old Trafford um, a slightly controversial game um, given the fact that Zlatan seemed to appear to elbow 
uh, Tyrone Wings after Wings had accidentally, in my point of view, stood on his head. Um, I think the ban for for Tyrone Wings is completely absurd. In my, in, my, yeah. in my opinion, you know, obviously yeah. I'm not the FA and the FA aren't me. Um, yeah, so I, I, from, from what I could tell, that was completely deliberate. You know, Rooney's made Rooney's in front of him. He's tried to jump over Rooney and Zlatan. You know, I don't think there was any malice in there at all to, for him to physically stand on his head. You know, yeah. and then Zlatan gets away. Zlatan should have been sent off, in my opinion, for the elbow. Yeah, the the elbow looked deliberate. The stamp on the head didn't. I mean, yeah, that was just... Zlatan gets three games, and uh, and Mings only gets Mings gets five. Say la vie, unfortunately. It's just biased to the big club again. Yeah, it is, but then. Which is more serious, a stamp on the head or an elbow to the face? Well, yeah, but if it wasn't, if it was an accidental stamp on the head. Yeah, I true. But then, when was... look at it without without looking at it accidentally or, or non-accidentally, which one is worse? I tell you, the, the elbow is a, is a lot worse. I'd swap the, I'd swap the bands around. I'd have means for three games and Zlatan for five. Yeah, I mean, I would personally as well, but unfortunately, we're not the FA, and like you say. Well, as much as they'd like to, the FA aren't us. So no, they aren't. Um, we do, we do a dance out better than what they're doing at the moment. Yeah, uh, um, well, I think everyone can say. Yes, say and, that. Zlatan, and then obviously you know Zlatan had the elbow. Uh, poor uh, Serban got sent off, and then um, Zlatan missed a penalty. Well, karma for you. Yeah, you know, it's like karma, um, but a good result for for Bournemouth. Um, it, was, it was an odd weekend. Obviously, then Chelsea won on. Uh, Monday night against West Ham. West Ham. Uh, <laughs> and they're still nine points clear now, given that. Um, oh, is it ten? It's ten know. points. Is it ten points still? You uh, you pronounce West Ham wrong as well. Mm-hmm. It's West Ham! West Ham! <laughs> um, so, yes, it's Chelsea won again, slightly boring, but never mind. Can't really Did you see the goal, though? For Hazard. Yes, it was a very good goal. It was a lovely very... goal. Some good goals this weekend. Some good goals. Yes, very true. And then good obviously goals. wins for Spurs. So, Daniel, you're happy. Mate, we fucking made our work of it. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was going to say 3 2. 3 2. It was 2 1. Like, we just come back from, uh, from cricket training. We were winning 1 0. It's like, decent, fine, take that. Then we scored again. And then it was 2 1. And then it was 3 2. It was like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> <laughs> that's unbelievable like, but no we, I think we deserve to win I don't think I think we played better than Everton we kind of gifted them the second goal I think and switched off and the first goal was a decent finish from Lukaku who'd had nothing to feed on all game um, so yeah but obviously Kane is in absolute fine form um, yes, going into so... the FA Cup game against uh, Millwall. Millwall on Sunday so hopefully we can win that and get into the semi-finals of the FA Cup Happy days, is what I'll say. Yes, I mean, it's good to see Kane doing so well. It is, yes. He's Isn't now... He... Is he top goal scorer? Mm, possibly. You, it's close. But I know that uh, Kane is on fire. Someone to pick up for the Fantasy League. If you have the Dosh. Uh, yeah, very, very, have yeah, definitely. Very, very yeah. good choice. Yes, he is top goal scorer. Happy days then. He has got the. He's one goal ahead of. It's Kane on 19, Lukaku on 18, Costa and Sanchez on 17, Ibra on 15, 
and then Defoe, Ali, Aguero, Mane, and Hazard. On. On. On retrospective. 14, scores. 13, 12, 12, and 11. It's quite close, though, considering. It's close, yeah. Just good Eric, to see. Ericsson and Sigurdsson have joint assists, uh, 10, 10 assists each. Uh, De Bruyne and Sanchez have 9 each. Matt Phillips of West Brom has 8. Uh, Fabregas, Lalana, and Pedro have 7. And Barkley and Matic have 6. Barkley? Yeah, Interesting. Interesting. Uh, okay, so uh, obviously Man City won rather comfortably. Uh, 2-0 at yes. uh, the Stadium of Light. Uh, Daniel, you're... As opposed to my 1-0 Sutherland prediction. Yes. So, <laughs> I listened back to that and I started laughing in the office purely because when I was listening back to it, you just pulled it up really confident. Yeah, yeah, they're like... It's their bogey team. They're always... They're, they're prone to losing quite a lot there and they just got... It was just silent for like two or three seconds I, and the realisation kicked I, I, in. No. <laughs> it wasn't... Four or five. Damn, it was still um, a win. And I still want a prediction, so it doesn't matter. I know, that's true, yeah. If I'd have lost on that, I'd have been a little bit annoyed. But, never <laughs> uh, but yeah, obviously, yeah, Man City won, then drew last night against Stoke in a, in a pretty miserable nil-nil. Not that anyone was watching that game last night. Uh, I think everyone else was kind of glued to the new camp. But we will get on to that. Yes, we will get on to that. We will get on to the Barcelona game, people. Yes. Do not worry. Um, so, uh, Liverpool... As well, beat Arsenal. Arsenal. Yes, that was. Uh, Fenger, Fenger left. Left. Ozil was out of the squad through um, illness, apparently. Uh, and Sanchez, he left on the bench, which I found very amusing. And then they lost three one, which I found even more amusing. Yes, we will. I get, we will get onto that at some point as well. There's lots to get to. Lots we need. Yeah, to Yeah, there's talk a lot of today. kind of subtopics in within other topics that relate to other topics. A, a big topic. Yes, exactly. Basically. So we've got a lot of little topics to talk about, a big topic. Yes. Um, and then... Swansea won against uh, Hull. Yes. No, Leicester beat Hull. Swansea beat... Um, Swansea beat... West Brom? No, Crystal Palace beat West Brom. Who the hell did Swansea beat? Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough, who I think might go down. Yeah? Yeah, I think they're struggling. Yeah, I saw a um, I saw a Sky Sports report today uh, that was saying about Newcastle and Brighton how they were fair in the Premier League if they went up, which is quite interesting. Oh right. And they were basically saying that Brighton would survive purely on the passion and the heart they have at the club, uh, which is what right. Middlesbrough are lacking. So therefore, they're going to come back down because of that reason. So they yeah, said they will be in the relegation battle. But their passion and drive, which is what you need in every single Premier League game, uh, will bolster through. Yeah, I think. I mean, we have we we tend to play better at home than we do away. Um, yes. But like you say, whether whether that would would assist us, I don't know. But yeah, I I, I think we'd do all right. We've got to get there first, that's the main thing. Yeah, we've got to get there. I mean, we're we're making a meal of it. No, we're, we're hard, not. We're making we're hard work of it we're once again. Break. We're allowed to break. Allowed to break, but I'm talking... But we'll, we'll get on to... I'm talking injury, is what I mean. Um, So then, uh, I mean, yes, yeah, Swansea, Leicester and Palace won. Uh, so that leaves uh, Sun, likes of Sunderland, Hull... Uh, the likes of Middlesbrough, you know, cowering a little bit. Swansea won again. Paul Clement. 
Yes. Doing well. Doing well. Um, and given the fixtures this week, there's only four this weekend, but Hull play, Hull play Swansea this weekend, which is, which is quite a big game. Yeah, that is a big game. That's um, a game. The others are kind of willy-nilly. And yeah, because you've got... Well, I mean, Burnley will want to keep going with the way Burnley, they're going. Burnley don't play very well away from home. No, no they don't. So, and yeah, we, we know what's going to happen Everton there. Everton should beat West Brom at home. And Ever- you imagine... Bournemouth West Ham, I don't know, is, is an interesting one. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I'm not too sure which way that's going to go. Everton West Brom is a bit of a just trying, someone just try catch the top six game. Yeah, like, they're not too fast either way if someone wins, but one of them will catch up with the top six. Exactly. So, uh, but anyway, so uh, one of well, some of the big news this week is that Arsene Wenger has been uh, slated by his own fans that he should leave the club. Purely from uh, the last two results, especially. Um, obviously, Arsenal get humiliated in the Champions League once again. 5-1, <laughs> two on the bounce uh, by Bayern at home and away. Uh, Daniel, yes. I can hear you chuckling in the background as you I, hit. I was checking the, I checked the score at half-time. And it, it was 1-0. It was 1-0. And I, yeah. was like, I left it like that. Yeah, I just kind of forgot about it. It was like, oh, knowing that Bayern had won the first leg 5-1, I was like, well, Arsenal aren't going to score another four against Bayern. And then uh, I think I was I was getting frustrated with FIFA, so I kind of forgot about it until about quarter to ten. And then my phone flashed up, a uh, push notification told me that Arsenal had been humiliated again 5-1. I just kind of went, what? They were only winning 1-0 at half-time. And obviously then looked at, you know, Koscielny had been sent off... Um, and then Bayern ran right, and wrongly so as well. Shall I put? Well, yeah, yes and no. That would be a Spurs fan, Daniel. That oh, was I a wrong. That was a wrong decision. I think it, well, it was the fourth or fifth official, whatever you want to call the one that stands on the uh, on the goal line that spoke apparently spoke to the referee and said that should be a red card. Which I yeah, I, uh, probably having seen it and without my my Spurs hat on, it was probably slightly unfair shall we say yeah but then I thought it was a mistake when I saw it I was like 5-1 I was like no no that was last time that was last week (laughs) (laughs) I got really confused I was like no no that was last week oh oh 5-1 again again. (laughs) Uh, fans were raging outside the Emirates on Tuesday oh my god they got their banners out and everything they did I, re- I, I really think he'll go at the, sum- at the end of the, at the end of the season. If they especially if they don't make top four, which I can't see them doing, given they've still got to play Chelsea, United, and Spurs. Yeah, I really I can. They've got one of the harder runnings out of the top six, as it were. I really think though they may struggle to qualify for the Champions League. Yes, I, I think if if they don't, I really I think he will go. Really. Yeah, I really do think he'll. You know, it's a massive game at the weekend. For I know they're playing Lincoln, but all the all the pressure is on Arsenal. Was it as the? You know, it's Arsenal. You're playing Lincoln. Who no disrespect to Lincoln, they're all having this incredible run. But they, you know, their wins have been okay. They had two wins at home against Brighton and and. Whoever they beat in the third round, I can't remember who it was. Come on, Daniel. I can't remember who it was. I know they beat Burnley last <laughs> round, um, but again, again, away. But you know, there's no pressure on Lincoln. If they lose, they're they're, they're almost expected to lose on Saturday. There's but no... they're taking like 
30,000 fans with them. And I don't blame them. I really don't blame them. But like I say, all the pressure is on Arsenal. It's a, it's a kind of a, a, a lose-lose situation because if you beat Lincoln, uh, yeah, it's only Lincoln. You're expected to win. But then if you actually lose to Lincoln, it's like you've lost to Lincoln at home. No disrespect to Lincoln. Or a, champ- uh, a conference side. What we should not be losing to Lincoln at home. So, you know, it's a bit like the Sutton game in the previous round. You know, if they win, it's only Sutton. But if they lose, it's Sutton, you know. Yeah, very true. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I would I would wholeheartedly agree with you there as well. So, Thank you. I, although I do, uh, I would like to see Lincoln pull it out of the bag. I think every Ars- non-Arsenal fan would love to see Lincoln win. Um, just, just purely from a, a kind of the story, the, the dream of winning the FA Cup as a kid. You know, you don't expect the likes of Lincoln to make it to the quarterfinals. You know, but if they do win, you know, a payday out of Wembley that could set that club up for for years to come. Yeah, well, I mean, it's going to be a massive occasion for them anyway. You know, to walk down to the London Stadium to be able to well the London Stadium the Emirates Stadium yeah um, you know all 30,000 fans they're going to be in ecstatic form and they're going to be fucking loud at that stadium as well probably the loudest away fans that that stadium is ever going to hear yeah but it's good that that's going on because that's the spirit of the FA Cup you know exactly. Lincoln fans who never dreamed of going to an away game at the Emirates unless they drew them luckily in like the first or the sort of third round yeah that's the only way you're going to actually get to that stage or get how get that lucky but it didn't well I mean they they have now but they would never have dreamed of it so they're going to make the most of this occasion exactly and I'm sure they will and I'm sure whether they win lose or draw they'll have a they'll have a good day out oh god yeah and spend about 50 quid on a pie (laughs) up the lads (laughs) so obviously Arsenal is tipped to, you know, not leave at the summer, but it's looking highly likely. What would you? What happens if he stays on? He, I think he's got to win something. He'd have to win something next year, as it were, to for Arsenal fans. But to, would he? Would he get that far though? I don't. That's the thing. I really don't think he'll get past this season. If he doesn't, if he qualifies for the Champions, this best case scenario for Arsenal at the moment. Now they're out of Champions League, they qualify for next year's Champions League, and they win the FA Cup. So I can't see them win. I can't see anyone but Chelsea winning the league. No. So yeah, best case scenario, Arsenal for Arsenal for I suppose for Arsenal fans is to qualify for the Champions League, try and finish above Spurs, and win the FA Cup. That yeah. would be. It. But is that enough for Arsenal fans? You know, they've, they've, you know, they've always been kind of top four. They haven't won the league since what two thousand and two, three, when they went undefeated for a whole year or a whole season. You know, yes, they've been to the Champions League final, but they still haven't won it. Um, I don't know whether any Arsenal fans will will put up with it for much longer. Um, I really, so I really don't think he'll be there next year. I don't, I don't think they'll give him any more. They'll say thank you for the twenty odd years you've been here, but I think it's time for time for some new some new life and some new ideas and some new visions about how they want to move the club forward. Yeah, and obviously you've got players who are saying that the you know the the dressing room isn't 
all there, you know, people turning on the manager or you know the the yeah. char- the characteristics or the mood of that dressing room was, was not good. There was a photo on uh, Tuesday night or, or in the papers Wednesday of Sanchez just laughing at the end of the at the end of the game on, on yeah. night, just because you know it's you know they've got that's another thing another thing as well you know they've not tied down Sanchez for another year they all his, his contract's still up in the air so is ours it was two of their you'd say most significant players and then you got the likes of Oxley Chamberlain who's fit to leave who's a perfectly good player personally yeah he's an awesome player so imagine you know you could be going into start a next season with a new manager no Sanchez and no Urza you know it'd be a completely different Arsenal it will but I quite like the sound of that yeah quite it's quite interesting to follow that that sort of leap as I'm not were. sure whether Arsenal fans was like the sound of it, given they're going to lose, potentially lose their two best players because they haven't signed new contracts yet. But, no, true, but still. Yes, we shall. Uh, we shall see how things unfold. I mean, it's going to be interesting either way. It will be, yes, and we, we will monitor it, of course, right here on the Fisher Fillers podcast. <laughs> that was beautifully done, Daniel. Thank you. Right here on the Fisher Fillers podcast. Come right back when we talk about Barcelona producing one of the greatest comebacks of all time. And we're back. Thank you very much. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so yes, uh, one of the memories of the season of the football season uh, of quite a few years. Um, Barcelona going into the match at the New Camp four nil down to get into the last eight of the Champions League. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, Jeff. It was really unbelievable again. Scenes. You know, I I I kind of forgotten about it last night, given that. It was 4 0 in the first leg. I was like, I know it's Barcelona, but they still won't do it. My and, my flatmate actually watched it in the spirit of thinking that something special was going to happen. He had a really weird feeling. He's like, some like Barcelona are going to do this. Like, something's going to happen, and it's going to yeah. be freaking awesome. And by God, was he right? <laughs> yeah, it's good. good uh, clearly, something in the water down on uh, Lewis Road. Um, Definitely. But, yeah, it was just like again another notification come through. Going unbelievable, Barcelona pull off one of the greatest Champions League victories of all time. They won 5-1, which obviously meant... Was it 6-1, sorry? 6-1, yeah. So 6-1, it, the, meaning the, they went through 6-5 on the, the thing, though, is that they didn't just do it like that. They also went down in, like, the 60th minute. So, yeah, like, yeah, they, they were building it back up and they just got smacked right back down. They also, as you say, they were tuning up at half-time. Then it was... 3-0 then it was 3-1 and everyone was like mm, three goals but I guess it's still Barcelona and yet they scored those three goals in the last 10 minutes of the game yes yeah, ridiculous you know, Sergi Roberto pops up with a 90 I think it was a 96th minute winner yeah 95th minute I think it was yeah, it's but it's a lovely goal though that yeah, good finish like you could and Neymar's not free have... kick. oh Neymar's oh, free kick was ridiculous oh I'm just it's just like <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, he um, uh, Sergio Roberto's goal was just ridiculous. Like the timing was perfect. Mm. Like he mu- like the, yeah. he must have just scooped the ball up about two foot off the ground, and he was running by that point. Like the the second that was about two foot off the ground, he was in there ready to pounce. Yes, and obviously, given that the first kind of half, I suppose, as it were, the the last sixteen ties are through. The top, the big four. Have all gone. Or four big sides have gone through in the in the likes of uh, 
Real Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern, and Dortmund. Yeah, it's not a bad, it's not a bad start. Is no, it? it's not. No, it's not a bad start. But still, uh, they did pull off one of the comebacks of the season, of which we yeah. talked about. I did watch one of the uh, highlights, and uh, I was just thinking. Uh, I was talking to my flatmate this morning, and we were saying that imagine if uh, English managers were the same as Spanish uh, managers uh, commentators. So yeah, I went, so I so I watched yeah so I watched the uh, highlights back with the Spanish commentators <laughs> and and the literally when uh, when Neymar's free kick went it says goal 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 Neymar goal <laughs> the only per I said to him the only person who I can imagine doing that here is Chris Kamara yeah just because he's a little bit nothing <laughs> um, yeah I think wasn't I think. I watched it. I watched the highlights on um, on BT, and they said no no team in fifty odd games had had who had been four nil down in the first leg of a Champions League tie had come back and won the second leg. Oh God! So it's the first time ever in Champions League history. Wow! Um, so hats off to Barcelona, and well, it's Barcelona at the end of the day. And you get a you get a Fisher Phillips clap. For that, so yes, well done, well done, well done, well done. So, uh, a team who don't get a clap uh, from us is uh, Brighton or our beloved Brighton. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they do for one half; they don't for the other. They, they do for Tuesday; they don't for Saturday. No, <laughs> yeah, let's put it that way. So, I was coming home from a teaching lesson. Uh, I was teaching some drums, and in the car. I thought I'd pop on BBC Sussex because it's, you know, quarter past five, game's finished, I'll get some reaction. And I just heard this really... And then you turned it off straight away again. Well, no, I, I heard some really pissed off fan and I was like, oh, this doesn't sound good. Like, I just assumed it was a draw and we'd like, it was frustrating. Um, and then, yeah, when that first goal went in, I was like, oh. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it just went, uh, so what about that second goal that he's like, well, when that second goal went in, it was like, oh, fucking hell, 2-0. Like, I hope he brought it back <laughs> yeah, or something. So uh, it's just like, it was just over when the third goal went in. I was like, you are kidding me. <laughs> Luckily, though, I had a bit of a, we had a bit of a ticket mix-up, so I didn't end up going on Saturday, as, as I was intending on going. Um, quite glad I didn't, in the, in the end, quite frankly. Um, it was, my dad took four odd hours to get out there and about four hours to get back. So Fuck about an eight-hour journey, I'm glad I missed. Um, Jesus. Having spoken to him when he came when he got back Saturday night, he said it was one of the worst performances he's seen this season. Oh my god! He said, he said they just looked tired, they looked lethargic, they didn't really, they didn't look up for it. You know, given that you lost to Newcastle beforehand, mm. you know, on the Tuesday, you'd think you'd want to, you'd want to react, you'd get a reaction out of your players. And he just said it just wasn't there. You know, they gifted the gifted them the first two goals, and obviously the, the third was a penalty, um, which. I think, uh, yeah, you know, it's just a very, a very unbrighton like performance. Apparently, was the the words my dad used on the Saturday night. Yeah, okay, I can I can happily agree with that. So, and obviously, uh, coming out of the game, we lost we've lost uh, Shane Duffy to injury. He's he's done metatarsal. Yes, uh, his fifth he, metatarsal. Yes, so he's out until at least April. Um, they're not sure when in April. They reckon. They've said the Wigan game, which is on the bank holiday Monday, on Easter Monday. I mean, if it comes down to it, he'll be back for Aston Villa, if it comes down to the crunch. Yeah, I mean, it, obviously the, it is, he is injured and only so much can be done. Um, 
And yeah, so we've signed a Norwegian centre back on a free contract, and I've forgotten his name. I've forgotten his name as well, but it's I'm sure. Oh, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, I'm sure we will Google get to know him. Google will have the answer, but I'm sure we will get to know his name as the games go on. Uh, he signed a contract at the end of the season. Uh, he's a Norwegian international. Apparently, he's given up Champions League football for the team he was going to play for, and Which came I to Brighton instead. Uh, Rosenborg in Norway. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, he is called Foreign. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, we got a foreigner uh, coming. Vergard Foren, uh, so, who apparently is not up, who is not up to full fitness ahead of tomorrow night's game against Derby. So uh, we put our faith tonight, in Uve once again. Uh, well, yeah, who apparently on as we as we uh, move on to Tuesday has said that he who had apparently had a very good game on Tuesday night alongside Lewis Dunk. So, we um, we put our faith in Uve once again. What a legend! Hey, where's our faith in Uve? We love Uve. We are we are Uve lovers. Um, I'll tell you what, I'll try and make it a goal for us to get Uve on the podcast. <laughs> Can you imagine if we actually got to interview Uve? I know someone actually who's interviewed Solly March. All right. And they like it's not like a massive blog or anything, so we'll I'll I'll get onto that. So Solly March might be on the podcast. So that's one thing I need to get on to. So that'd be interesting, actually. Especially uh, with the form he's in at the moment. Yes, and obviously he scored on Tuesday night alongside uh, Anthony Knockart against Rockbottom Rotherham. Uh, that was the reaction. You know, we wanted, you know, Rosinia's played two games as well now, and he looks like he'll start again tomorrow night at home for the first time. I mean, anyone's better season. than Bong. Mate, don't diss Bong. Bong was right until he got injured. Um, but yeah, we're missing. So injuries have kind of hit us. We're missing Duffy. We're missing Goldson. We're missing Pocaginoli. We're missing Bong. You know, our defence has taken a bit of a hit. So hopefully, we can yeah, stand up to uh, to Derby tomorrow night. Um, should be a good game. They're, they're, I don't know. I don't know how they got on them uh, Tuesday night. Is this another Google search, Daniel? No. <laughs> I know it's was off by heart. You just hear. You just hear like just, no. <laughs> No, I don't know what he's talking about. I knew that they, I knew that they, uh, they drew with Preston one all on on uh, Tuesday night. That's not bad. Thanks That's... to a goal from Matthew Vidra. Was it home or away? At home. To Derby. Uh, yeah, it was at Pride Park. Okay. That's quite a good result, there. actually. There's a lot of draws on. Yeah, it was one alls across the board. One, two, three, four, five one all draws. Yes, yeah, so five. Yeah, I knew there was a lot of one all draws across the board. Um, so. So yeah, we are still we are three points behind Newcastle still, uh, and six points ahead of Huddersfield, who have a game in hand. Uh, apparently, that game in hand is against Wolves, who are currently twenty first. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, looking ahead to this weekend, uh, Newcastle are at home to Fulham, uh, and Huddersfield are away at Brentford. Uh, well, Brentford won. They won three two against Nottingham Forest. Uh, so yeah, I mean that was a that was a way as well. So they want to come back home and uh, do Brighton proud and uh, beat them. So yeah, I mean everybody has their own, um, you know, perfect scenario. So obviously for us, Huddersfield and uh, Newcastle to lose and we win. That would be the perfect scenario. 
yes, that would be that would be lovely. But um, as you say, we shall see how things progress in due course. So, Daniel, distinctly average player. Distinctly average players. All players, okay. Well, against, uh, against Forest. Oh, you're going for our beloved Brighton. I am. I, I watched much today on Saturday night, and I couldn't really pick out anyone. You know, the, the results that were, the results that took place were kind of justified, as it were. I thought. Um, you, I mean, I'm surprised considering obviously Arsenal got beaten five-one twice, and yeah, also uh, PSG bottled a four-nil. Yeah, but this is well. This is true. This is very true. Now you say that, I didn't even. I didn't even, <laughs> didn't even cross my mind. Um, no, I'm just I'm putting it out. Though. I'm just still putting I've, it out there. No, I've got to stick with Brighton. Um, so I, Brighton's performance was worse than a five-one defeat. Apparently so. Okay. Apparently so. I, what can I say? I'm just. I'm just a man. I'm. I'm not a. I, tell, I mean, what do you guys think? If you think. And obviously, some people won't have watched the Brighton highlights, and a lot of people were seeing Arsenal lose, and a lot of people were seeing PSG lose. So I imagine people will say, "Well, how can you not say that?" But after we're down to ten men against one of the better sides in Europe, you can kind of justify a five-one loss. PSG are playing Barcelona, who are still one of the be- are one of the best sides in Europe, and can rip anyone apart on any day, and did so. So. <laughs> That's, there's my justification, so fuck you. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. So I've I've just seen a tweet as well um, from Dunfermline Dunferm, Athletic. Uh, and it says, At FC Barcelona, congratulations, guys. Fancy a friendly to say sorry for taking our record. <laughs> oh, dear. So their, bro- their record was broken on Wednesday. Uh, yeah. So you never know, that might go ahead or it might not. Yes, I liked PSG's tweet after the game on the uh, way low last night where they just said full time gutted. <laughs> it I didn't say any more or any less. It just said I think, that. I think the, uh, the team that gets the uh, gets the crown this week is Bayern once again for a go. What's the time? It's 10 2. <laughs> Hey, hey. And it actually was ten two that they sent the uh, tweet as well. Ah, clever. So, uh, yeah, that was very, that was very clever of them, but also very cheeky at the same time. Good, yeah, often deserve it. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so, uh, oh, that's a very Spurs attitude there. But I agreed with you, so I'll, uh, I'll take the, I'll take the rap as well. So, up to, up to Joe Daniel. It is yes, time. you're going to try and get some right this week. I hope so. <laughs> I really hope so. <laughs> You really hope so. Okay, <laughs> we'll start on a Brighton one, as we ended on a Brighton one last week. Okay. Uh, since debuting for Brighton in January 2016, no player has been involved in more championship goals than who, and how many goals has this individual been involved in? So, it it's a current Brighton player. Yeah. Um, okay. If you think logically... And yeah, if you just think logically, you'll get you'll nail this. Yes, it. Knockout. It is knockout. Yeah, I thought it was a trick question. Many, no, no, no. How many goals or has he been involved in? Okay, so I know he's got around about. He's got twelve goals. I'm gonna go for eighteen. Twenty-nine. Oh, whoa! That includes see that since his debut last January. Oh, okay. I thought you meant this season. New. No. Okay. 
Okay, yeah, I would have gone for a bit more than that, but at least I got the right player. I'm on to yeah. a good start. Good start. Uh, Marcus Rojo scored for Manchester United at the weekend, but he was the something Argentinian to score in the Premier League. What what number was that? Fiftieth. He was the fortieth. Oh, I thought usually they're like significant Milestone, values. Yeah. Uh, how many goals has Troy Deeney scored for Watford in league competitions? How many goals has Troy Deeney scored for, for league competitions? Um, literally in the Premier League? No, league, league goals. Oh, so league goals. Championship and uh, Prem, including Christ. playoffs as well, apparently. Oh, OK. Um, Again, think think on your previous thoughts of, of Milestone. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. We've got 150. Ooh, 100. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, hold on. Oh, yeah. Computer scenes. Uh... Riyad Mahrez scored in open play for the first time in how many Premier League appearances? 20. 28. Oh, wow. I know that is a barren run, isn't it? That's a shocker. Think how many people would have put him in their Premier League uh, fantasy teams at the start of the season. Yeah, everyone, and um, now probably no one's got him in their side. No, pro- well, maybe now, but uh, how many games have Arsenal won of their last eleven Premier League away games versus the current top six sides? One. Zero. Oh wow! They've drawn five and lost six of their last eleven uh, Premier League away games at top six clubs. Hashtag Wenger out. <laughs> uh, Tottenham are the only unbeaten side at home in the Premier League this season. But how many of our thirteen home fixtures have we won? I love how you say our. Um, we'll go ten. Uh, we've won th- uh, 11. Oh, so, no. Drawn, so close. And drawn two. Damn it. Uh, how many goals has Harry Kane scored at home this season? It is the highest number ever scored by a Spurs player in a single Premier League season. Okay, so he is currently on... I told you he had 18, no, 19 goals. Yeah. So how many of those has he scored at home? I want to go 15. Oh, it's 14. Oh, my God, no! <laughs> uh, you're getting close. Uh, how many wins has Pochettino now recorded uh, as an English football manager? He has so many for Spurs and so many for Southampton. Uh, 65. 100. Oh, 100, okay. You're not, again, you'll think, you'll think these ones, you'll think, you'll think landmark. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, since his debut which Arsenal player has provided more assists than any other player in all competitions he's could, got one could you repeat that please uh, since his debut which Arsenal player has provided more assists than any other Arsenal player in all competitions I want to say Ozil oh it's Sanchez oh it's Sanchez damn it <laughs> 
Sorry. <laughs> I was on the right line, so. Uh, how many goals has Zlatan scored for Manchester United in all competitions this season? I think it's 24. It's 26. Oh, it's close. Yes. Us in conversation about... We will speak to you guys later. See you later. Ta-ra. Bye. Bye.